UFOs, Bigfoot, paranormal input. Go ahead now, get mystical. Mystery and magical. UFOs, not typical. Bigfoot, not typical. You ask me why I'm skeptical. I say questions are questionable. Is the truth alien to you? Alien to get my message through. Aliens might message you. Aliens are sliding through. The wild signal we're plotting to. Algorithms they find is true. Typical. Skeptic. Shut Got no time for no petty germs, pandemic, a pandemic turn, horror still in Amityville, Bayonet in Gettysburg, Mothman, TNT, Factory, Red Eyes, Loki, Dogman, Howling in the Street, I'm typically skeptic of what I see, Voodoo Hoodoo in New Orleans, Thunderbird, Swamp Thing, is it real, I was wondering, typical, skeptic, show, typical, skeptic, show. Time. So, um, I mean, so I'm excited to have you back on. Like, I just got to hit my intro real quick and then. I like that. Intro. Uh, hey, guys, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of the Typical Skeptic Podcast. I'm glad that some of you were already in the chat. Like, that's so cool. And you're already putting your questions in because that's great because we will answer super chats first because if people pay for a super chat, like I obviously have to get to them. I can't disacknowledge them, but I like the fact that you're getting your questions in early. That way we can get right to the questions. And who I have with me is the extraordinaire psychic medium, Marty McRae. She's a lifelong psychic and medium. She also is a channel and animal communicator. She's a, she's available for public events and private readings. You can contact her directly through her website, www.mardimacrae.com. And um, before we uh, get started, Marty just wants to say a couple things, a, 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 a prayer to get us started. And Marty, you have the floor. And thank you for coming back on. How are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy to be here. I had a great time last time. It was a whirlwind. But... Um, this time, um, I've been told, I, I always tune in to Spirit, the other side, you know, uh, just a few minutes beforehand, uh, like, you know, when I do a show like this to see what does the other side want to say to you. And this is for all of you watching. And so I just wanted to take a moment, if we could all close our eyes, it's just a couple of sentences of a winter solstice blessing and a message from Archangel Michael. And you can put your hand on your heart if you're so inclined. But I'm tapping, I'm tuning into Michael right now. And he is a protector of many who watch, who are specifically watching this, this group, this podcast. Um, and especially the young folks. And I, by young, I mean anyone under 60. So um, it's especially going to you. If we'll go drop down into your heart chakra, and just breathe calmly in through your nose and out through your mouth. And this is to relieve stress. There are many of you suffering from depression right now, suffering from extreme anxiety, feeling like the world is collapsing around you. It's not. It feels that way. It's not. You all are precious in the sight of the other side. You are all so beloved. And on this winter solstice day, we recommit ourselves to the light because this is the longest night of the year, the shortest day, 
it's very symbolic of what we've all been going through. A lot of stress. The darkness never wins. The light always comes again. You need to know that. And we thank you. We thank each and every one of you for being light workers and for just getting up every day and putting your best foot forward. This is all we ask of you as humans in the physical world. Just to be committed, just to try another day. That's all that is asked of you. So if you're having a hard time and struggling at this point, release it. Release it on this beautiful winter solstice day. It's only get, gets lighter and lighter from here. Bless you all. All right. Oh, that was beautiful. Straight from Archangel Michael. I just, uh, um, I'm telling you, um, it's all the young people who are watching this. And I, I, I sound like an old geezer when I say that, but I'm pushing 60. And so <laughs> anyone basically mm -hmm. who's younger than me is, is young people. And all of you, um, you have a lot of stress and pressure on you, especially you came into this world to help. And it's so frustrating to you because there's this old way of being that's being pushed out. As you know, the old ways of being are pushed out. The new ways are you, you guys are the future. So let's go. What are the questions? Okay, let's, uh, I, this one's from my good friend, Maya, S-O-S-Q-H-T. She does uh, hypnotic regressions. So anybody that wants a hypnotic regression, Maya. But uh, she says, question, what happened to my Nora? Was his death my fault? Any messages from his heart? My, his, his, my heart is broken over him, my black cat, Nora. All right. And, and it's so interesting because I was feeling that before the show started, um, that there was a black cat. Uh, I have a black cat. And um, I, I was wondering what was spirit asked, showing me about the black kitty. And so I'm sure it's yours, Maya. And um, Nora, no, his death was not your fault. Um, I, I got that it was uh, unexpected or sudden, uh, some sort of a health issue that took you by surprise, or maybe he had a health issue that you thought, okay, we'll get to it, we'll get to it, and you just didn't quite get to it. If it's something like that, um, which I feel like it is something like that. It's just one of those things with animals. It's hard. It's hard um, to know about the health issues when it's, especially when it gets towards the end, especially when it gets towards the end with cats. I've been through so many animals deaths and um, I can just tell you, yes. And so he's here. He needs beautiful Uh, he, how animals will come to you after they've died is, um, at least this is what I've always experienced myself is in a, a blue heart. And this is his sweet face coming in, in a blue heart to you. And, um, that just means nothing but love, nothing but forgiveness. And, um, with animals, their hearts are so pure. You need to really understand Maya. No, not your fault. Um, it is the nature of cats. Um, that he died the way he did is what he wants to say to you. It is just our nature. And he says, she said he got hypothermia. Oh, oh, um, no, it's the nature of cats then. So he was outside too cold. Um, yeah, that makes sense then that he would say it's the nature of cats. Um, I only have my cats indoors, but uh, a lot of people um, argue with me on that. I'm not, I don't judge. I mean, it's, 
they are safer indoors. So you can't say he doesn't blame you. It's not your fault. It's his nature. He's they're going to explore. Like the animals are going to explore, right? Yeah. And that's that's what he he probably wanted to do. He wanted to go out and explore and didn't realize it. They, sometimes they don't realize it, right? It's almost yeah. like we, you know, like we go outside and like we go to start our car or something and it's freezing outside, but like you know, we don't realize that. Sometimes you know what I mean. Sometimes we don't put it together that it's that cold, right? Yes. Yes. And uh, no, it is. He's taking responsibility saying, I'm sorry. He says he's sorry to you that he feels so badly that you are so broken up and he wants you to get another kitty and move on. And it's okay. And he's, he's lovely. He's beautiful. That's he's, awesome. He's mischievous. Uh, he's, he's adventurous. And that's why I say that's his nature. He's curious, curious as a cat. Um, I'll go to the next uh, question here. This one's from Kathy Prince. Hi, Kathy. She says, hi, my question is I've been hearing a lot more buzzing in my head on and off for a few days now. What is this buzzing noise in my head? I've gotten checked and everything's fine with me physically. That's fascinating. Uh, me too. I All I can tell you is, um, you know, I live in a place where there's a lot of paranormal, supernatural, and that's what I interpret it as I look, pay attention, Kathy, to where you are um, when it's happening. If it's outside around your house, um, you may, it, we are all being upgraded. I'll tell you that too. And um, how do I know that? I don't know that. <laughs> I just, this is my theory based on what the other side is telling me. Um, because why I was referencing everyone younger than me, because in my work, it kind of divides up that way. There's people my age and older who have a really hard time seeing a psychic in medium because we were trained not to believe in any of the spiritual and the other side and all that. And then everyone below me, which is probably most of your audience, is um, very open. And you came for a purpose to change a broken system. So the buzzing, 100% what I keep being told is upgrades from the other side. We are being tinkered with. That's fascinating. And I, I would totally agree with that. I think that like, I, I, even in, in a sense, and I think we talked about this before, Marty, is like, I think like a lot of us, more of our psychic is, is senses are turning on. Like, um, I'll tell you a couple examples. Like, um, I, 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 I picked the score of a game twice, like the exact score of a game, like the other day, like, and then the week bet. before. <laughs> I don't, I don't really bet. bet. Like I just, I, I put a dollar on it. I, I, I was messing around with my friend. I was like, let me see if I can do this. And I, I got it. I got it. It paid a hundred to one. So it was like, it was like, but I think it was like something that I needed. Cause like I was out, I lost my job. So I was like, you know, so I was like, well, I can't really be irresponsible with money or whatever. But like, it was nice that I actually hit that. But like, it makes me think that like we're being, we're being tuned. I can't Holy. explain it. I just think we're yes. being turned on. Uh, yes, always. Um, um, more and more, uh, the our psychic skills, our, our mediumistic abilities are, are always being tinkered with and tuned up. Yeah, it, it, I don't know how all your audience is super into the 5D versus 3D, you know, shifting to the fifth dimension. Um, I just don't know about all that. I know what I hear from the other side, and that is we have guides, guardians, ETs, um, whoever, everyone has their own team and committee that works with them in particular. So um, that's what I interpret. Um, for me here on my property, I was walking today and I've, I, when I get the buzzing, it means there's supernatural around. 
physically, like there's spirits or my Sasquatch or, <laughs> and so, um, but for you, I just feel like it's the, the tuning up unless you live in a place that's very paranormal. Yeah, hey, hey, Kathy, tell, let us know if in the comments, like, let me, let me scroll down to the comments. Let me see if she says she lives in a place. I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear Kathy. If you, if you live into a play in a place that's very paranormal, like, um, Okay, I guess just go back to the questions because I don't want to hold anybody up. Um, the the next question was from three, and three is an amazing person. She's been a subscriber of mine, and she's uh she's very knowledgeable. But she wants to know she has two fur babies on the other side. Any message from them? Thank you. Um, are this is is okay? I I'm there's a group of animals here, but um, I'm seeing um, is one like a Jack Russell Terrier? like uh, white with brown or black patches, small, uh, like a mix, a terrier chihuahua mix. Um, I'm going to see, see if we get a response. I'm getting a uh, calico cat as well. But I don't know if these are those two. There's um, a, lot, a lot of animals here. I'm getting to the point where I do, like where I'm going to get, take phone calls. Like I, that, that's, that's, um, so it's going to get easier. You know, okay. um, so um, she didn't give us any response yet. So okay, she says no. Two big dogs. Oh, it is okay. Okay, um, okay. So is one a black, a large black dog, uh, like a either a lab or uh, almost a Great Dane, or maybe even both. And then the other one's more of a brown chocolate. I, I didn't get anything from her yet. No, but. I'm seeing these two. And, um, uh, but, you know, um, I'd like to give more evidence that shows her. Yeah, this is really your two big dogs. Um, if you, uh, okay. So I have two big dogs here for sure. One's dark brown or like a warm brown and one's black. And um, the black one feels more like a, they feel both like a mix. Maybe she says brown, brown, yes, black, no. Oh, okay, okay. So, okay, we'll go with Mr. Brown. <laughs> but it, sometimes it's not the physical appearance, although I love it when it's more evidential that way. But um, Plus, I just wanted to say, like, guys, you got to remember that all your animals are probably trying to come through because Marty's a psychic. So there's going to be all kinds of animals coming through because there's a lot of people in the chat right now. So there are. That's okay. I can handle it. <laughs> I, it's just some, sometimes they don't always come through because they don't really have anything to say, but of course the animals do. Animals are so wise. I do. I, I see one of your dogs. I don't see two of them um, because I'm, I'm seeing a black one and a brown one. So I'm going with Mr. Brown and um, he is really sweet and I can tell the energy of the partnership between uh, the two of them that they actually um, have a partnership with each other, that they are friends. I don't know if their lives overlapped or you had them at the same time, a couple years apart, um, but uh, they know each other now regardless. And um, there's something about friendship that keeps coming in for you specifically three. And, and so I say, um, this is, yes, I don't say it. He says it, is it as a boy? Um, he is saying, 
he's got commentary on your life right now. And I don't want to uh, be super personal, but the friendship aspect, um, he's saying it would be good. And he does call you mom. It would be good, mom, if you would um, explore more friendships with other people who also have animals. I don't know if you have dogs right now um, that you could take and have play dates with, but I'm seeing that, that it would be good for you personally to have more play dates with other dogs. And they don't miss you because they're right with you. Um, if you are seeing and sensing in the hallway or in your bedroom on the bed, if you felt the jumping up on the bed, um, the one especially, there's one who liked to jump up on the bed and um, he sleeps with you at night. He, they're protecting you, three. So um, if you if you feel it and you're aware of it, that's them. That's I hope so that's awesome. I will see if we get a confirmation and then okay. I'll move on to the next uh, question here. This one's from Joy Moore. Hi, Joy. Thank you for your question. She says, can you please uh, help me to understand if my cat and dog can get along? Yes, they can. Um, I think I know this, Julie. <laughs> I think she's been to one of my events before uh, or maybe not. Um, your cat and dog if you um, there's something about the length of time that you've had them. Um, if it's been a long time, I'm feeling like it's a medium length of time. Like it's not short. It's not super long. You're in that medium phase of maybe you've had them, you know, just a little while. And uh, it, the way that they'll get along is just, um, you reward your dog in particular. This is more behavior training, uh, just rewarding your dog for being nice to the kitty all the time. Because uh, often I've experienced it's the cats who are super touchy and sensitive and they've got to get used to being around dogs. Um, there are some situations where it's never going to work, but I do feel it's possible in your situation. Just real quick, you got a confirmation from three. She said, thank you, Marty. But then Julie Moore says, yes, you know me. I'll put it up on the screen. So <laughs> the first I put, thank you, Marty, from three. And then Julie okay. Moore says, yes, you know me. And then she says, longer with the cat. Oh, that's why. Well, 100%. And this is just basic animal behavior. You know, if your cat's been around first and then you introduce the dog, it's really important that the cat always knows uh, you show the dog even though the dogs tend to be number one just because they're bigger, they demand more, they're more interactive. Um, and cats can feel really put out by that. So um, it's it's just a matter of you show, like I always feed my cats first right in front of the dogs. And the, the dogs know the cats are number one in the pack because dogs are super into the pack order. So um, this is nothing psychic. This is 100... Yeah, he's she not, says friendly. She's not friendly. She's not friendly. I, don't know. I think she means the cat. Usually the cats yeah, are yeah. Friendly, right? Yeah, he won't be. He'll be irritated and pissed off because you've got this dog that's an interloper. And so if you just always treat them kindly and with respect and, um, you know, it's, it's super important that everyone in the pack knows what their role is. And that cat, since they've been there the longest, has to be number one, just, just in the pack order. And uh, if you demonstrate that with your, how you treat them with your dogs, the dogs are like, okay, cool. So um, you just have to kind of put up with cats not being friendly. The dogs are whatever. They're like, all right, you're not friendly. 
it doesn't. They don't. They don't. They won't. They won't go around them, right? They'll just leave yeah. them be. Uh, yeah, yeah. They'll kind of get into it every once in a while, but then they'll kind of just be their yeah. own thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it just take. It does take time for the. You got dog. a real nice message from Rocks Rachel. I don't know if you remember her. She says, "Marty, I love you. You amazed me last time." Oh, that's cute. That thank you. That's really sweet, Rachel. I appreciate that. And she um, has a question. She yeah. says. Uh, thank you, Marty. Can you tell me about my higher self? A message from them, what they look like. Whoa. Okay, I see your picture right now. And they can't look more beautiful than your picture. I, I mean, they, they look like your picture. <laughs> you, you, you got blessed with the, the, good, um, the good genes for this lifetime. And um, yes, I'll say your higher self does look like you in that picture. That's who I'm seeing. Um, in, in, in general... You've lived a ton of lifetimes. I'm seeing, we're going back to, um, this is just off the top of my head, <laughs> going back to 1600. And um, there is a message uh, from the lifetime you lived in the 1600s. We're talking Ireland, very specific, Ireland and Scotland, which is unusual for that time to be a traveling person. Um, you were a female in that life, but you've lived both as male and female. Um, you know, um, what you came here for in this life, and this, this, I'd like to tell you something about this. I do past life readings and I love them because what I ask for, I don't know if we talked about this last time, what I always ask for is from the other side, from your higher self, show me uh, the lifetime that is directly influencing you now, that you have emotional lessons now in this lifetime that relate back to that one. So that's what I'm talking about. 1600s lifetime, Ireland, Scotland, very unusual for a woman to be a traveler, to be, um, you were single, um, you were um, alone quite a bit. It was frightening. Um, you had charge of a large family. You were like one of the older sisters in a large family and the parents passed. You were stuck, left alone, with taking care of your younger siblings. And so without going uh, into too much more detail, because I, we could go off on, you know, the Akashic records are full of lifetime after lifetime, but this is the particular one. I don't know if in this lifetime you've had a similar situation, maybe that's it, but it's usually not literal like that. It's more like the emotions. What emotional lessons would someone be learning from that lifetime? you know, heavy responsibility on you, feeling over responsible for, you know, maybe your siblings or friends or, you know, you're the one that all your friends are like, Rachel, oh my God, what do I do? And you're like, ah, I have like, you're, you're super busy with people. And um, I don't know if that makes sense to Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go. She had another question, but I'll go to hers next. Cause I'm, I'm going to get, I'll try to go in rotation. So I'll get your next question next. I'll go to Kathy. Kathy Prince had another question and then I'll go back to Rachel. Kathy says, I heard my Kundalini is going to open at the end of January. Is this true? And is yours open? That's really specific. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Kathy, who did you hear it from? Did you hear it from yourself? I say, yes, that it's true. Is mine open? Yes. Yes. And I didn't, I, I, when I went through my whole spiritual awakening, that was years and years ago. And I don't know, I don't know a whole lot about 
Kundalini rising. I have friends that do that are super into all that. But um, yes, I did have an experience where I was like, wow, fully awakened and uh, very unusual, very ecstatic experience. And um, I can't I can't speak to that. Uh, January. So specific. <laughs> if you heard it from yourself, then I, I agree with you. Yes, it is. You know. Um, let me see here. Uh, let me see oh, what, what, what the next guess. I'm just trying to get, give, get, get, I'm trying to give everybody a chance, you know. So, and I'll come back to your other questions. This one's from GX. She has a question or guest wondering how my cat, Mr. Pumpkin, is doing. He went to Kitty Heaven a few years ago. Thank you so much, Mr. Pumpkin. That's really cute. <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss. Um, I don't mean to be flip. I was kind of teasy with Kathy. I'm sorry. I just, um, I think it's, cu it's cute. It's sweet. It's um, so sincere. Uh, these questions. Oh yeah. And, um, uh, Mr. Pumpkin. See a big guy. I feel like he's a bigger kitty and of course, probably orange, but that's the, I'm seeing a guy who actually looks maybe more white than orange. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. He's really glowing. Mr. Pumpkin is glowing. And um, listen, I think Mr. Pumpkin was a really cool cat. He's a big guy and, and he's just full of like, what's up? What's up? <laughs> he's got that energy, you know, like, what's up? He's like, he's like that cat who's really cool. Uh, tell me if I'm on the right path. Uh, I, that's that's what it feels like to me. And his message. By the way, while you're, while you're while we're waiting for that answer, you got um, uh, just just a little bit of uh, confirmation. Brock said, "Oh my God, this is so cool." Telling me, and then she said, "Yes, it does." So that resonated. SOSQ okay. said she's back. She had to cry tears of joy. Aww. So, um, and then Kathy Prince said, "Yes, she heard from her guides." So cool. cool. Then it's it's on, Kathy. It's on. <laughs> I love Mr. Pumpkin. He's the coolest cat. I had a cat like him. If I'm getting the right guy, um, he's a bright, big presence. And did he ever love you? And uh, I can't remember who said that about Mr. Pumpkin. Is her, her name's G? G? And anyway, um, he loves you. He's with you. And um, okay. I don't know um, if there's something, this is very personal to this owner um of mr pumpkin that um you know you gave him so much joy you really got him you really let him be who he was and he's like he's just cool he, he he's a cool kitty <laughs> he's he he adores her that's so cool um but this this was from my, my friend jim gerard he's a um he's been on my show like nine times ten oh, times wow. he's oh, wow. he just, he does dice code divination and then he does palm readings. So he's, he's kind of into the psychic stuff, but he was, he wants to know, he says, what does the Oracle wish to tell me? The Oracle that I'm not the Oracle. <laughs> oh, he's giving, I think that's a compliment. Oh, maybe I am. <laughs> okay. You know, him more, um, Jim, uh, Jim is doing amazing work. Uh, Jim, um, this is from Archangel Michael, who is my top guide. Um, and the, uh, let me explain to you, the Archangel Michael I see is in a spaceship in outer space, traveling uh, the universe. 
and he has a, a quadrant. He has a section of people who report directly to him. And um, you are one of them. You do have a mission. You're completing your mission. Oh, yeah, right. I would say Jim's is to wake people up. You know, he's a uh, he's really good at at, um, at at psychic. You know, it's like stuff like that. He's completing his mission. They're pl they're pleased with him, and um, he's too hard on himself. That I know. Uh, this is what self criticism uh, has to end uh, because it's holding him back. And they will support you. Your guides, you know all of, of course, your guides and who you work with. They will support you if you will finally release self-criticism. That may be a good New Year's resolution. There's something to do with that that is important for Jim. you got to understand what a, a big person he is and how powerful he is and how much beautiful, positive influence he has on others. And he's so humble. He's like, oh... He just he is. He's real humble. He's yeah. real humble. That's 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 so that's so easy. That's exactly how he is. I would say. Um, nice. We got one from Rox. Uh, this one she wanted to know on her husband Al's higher self. Uh, I don't. I can't. Okay. I mean, ethically, I don't do that. However, uh, I, I mean, I know you're a good person. Everyone's here has just pure good motivations. Uh, his higher self. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm. I'm not tuning into his higher self. Do you there need is, a picture of the person? Is it easier to see a picture of the person? No, I mean sometimes, sure, but um, if she has one, but it's it's okay. It's not necessary. Um, uh, I'm feeling like um, there's something with your husband about uh, like the physical work that he's doing. Um, this is just a message from the other side uh, without getting into specifics. Um, uh, the, it must be from his guides, I would say. And if you want to say it's his higher self, I don't know. I can't say that um, because ethically, I shouldn't be tuning into someone who's not here. Um, but it's very innocent to say he works too hard. He's, he's super, um, he's not, I think you're a good match. I think that he, you're more in, you know, uh, right there present and he's more, um, maybe more spacey. I don't know if spacey is the word, but more sort of, he thinks a lot. He has a job where he can kind of zone out and think a lot and he thinks a lot more than what you know. That's the message. He's thinking a lot more thoughts than what you really know. If that would make sense to you, Rachel. Yeah. And so it helps you understand him more because sometimes I think he's quiet and he's like, you're like, hello, do you even know what I'm talking about? I mean, you get frustrated, uh, you know, that's just typical husband, wife stuff, but it's um, just know that he's uh, really deep. I think much more deep than he knows. That's the feeling. So all positive. That's good. It's cool. That's good. It's good stuff. Um, the, the Andromedan wants to know, does he have, does he, he or she have implants? Uh, yeah. Yes. I, I can, I, t uh, have you had issues with your jaw? Like right here or, uh, sort of under your ear or in the back of your neck right? or, or in your shoulder blades, right between your shoulder blades or <laughs> there's this other spot, uh, ankles. Uh, but yes, um, yeah. 
Uh, oh my one. God, I have some. I have a bump on one of my ankles. Like, they, can, they, can they put them? Is that what? Is that a good place where yeah. they put them on? Them? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a. I was going through. I think I told you that story last time. How they? I, I discovered that I had. Uh, well, I just discovered that I had metal in my body that there's no way, you know, uh, metallic substances that I, that show up on the airport uh, x-ray. And yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I have that. And I, that didn't start happening until a few years ago. And, and, and they changed them. I've had experiences where they've been changed out. Yeah. Do you think a lot more of us are being taken than we know? Yeah. I, I have that feeling. Yes. I don't think it's stopped anytime soon. I think a lot of us are being taken. Yes, and and um, I will say this. This is something I'm holding on to because, hey, when I was a kid, I was terrified of all this. And, and then I've grown to accept it and grown to understand it. But um, now, as an adult, um, what I do know is that all of us have agreed to this before we came to be in these bodies. So um, I do know if you ask to be let out of your contract – they will honor that. That's so it, pretty awesome. Yeah. That's that's good to know because I think a lot of people are like, you know, but then you 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 hear things that like they, like you hear things that the grays like left and that they're they're gone, but then you hear that like there's like renegade groups of them still around abducting people. So it's like hard to tell like what's going on. You know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's so uh they do whatever they want. This is what I understand um, because um, you know what, you guys, there's a great lady that everyone should, if you have the ET in your background, if you're communicating with ETs actively, uh, Sev Talk, S-E-V-T-O-K. Oh, I had her on my show. Yeah, she's amazing. You had her? Yeah. Yeah. I had a reading from her and it was, she knew nothing about me and it was spot on. And uh, what I love about her is she's really, besides me, I don't know of too many other psychics and mediums who will address the ET issue and uh, really go there and talk about, here's who you are specifically working with. Here's what they have to say to you. Um, I can do that. Steph does it. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, they're all still coming and going. As far as I know, the ETs that uh, interact with this planet, all the, the kind of fluff on the tv and stuff like i watched Corey good and i watch all of that ancient aliens and i'm obsessed but it's it's not um it's not the messages that i get from the other side that it's pretty yeah. respectful for the most part that if you want out of your darn contract of being taken then tell them and they won't do it anymore it's, it's, they really respect it they really will let yes. you go yes that's good to know you know yeah. i, I we, we, our next question is from someone from, it sounds like someone from far or in a different country, Petra Svavenska. Thank you, Petra, for your question. She says, my cat boy, Sucky, how is he feeling? You notice some inflammation on his tooth. Um, you know, uh, I say he's okay, but you should take him in. You should take him in and have him looked at because um, that, I just, and again, this isn't psychic. <laughs> this is just from being a cat owner my whole life. <laughs> It, um, cats are so stoic that you wouldn't really notice um, if things are going wrong. So um, that you notice some inflammation on his tooth, I get him right in. Um, he's he's okay, but it could turn into something. Is the feeling that I have. So you you should take him in. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, and then the next one's from the Andromeda, and they, he wants to know what was my past life when I when I came here. 
Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't get a past life. And, and you know how there's no linear, there's no linear time on the, on the, the other side. So everything's happening now concurrently. All of our lives, we're like spokes on a wheel. I'll say this, that the, the life that influenced you the most was actually, if we want to go back to earth time, you are from a future place. You, you came back in time to come here and you're in your brain. And I think that's throwing you off. I think you're struggling with um, things that, I mean, I guess we would consider that a past life, but it's really not in the timeline. It's from the future. You're, you came back from a future, a more advanced planet, a more advanced um, timeline. And you're, and so you, you have impatience with people here uh, that don't get you. And it hurts. It hurts you because you're really cool. And I don't, do you know the Andromedan? I get the I, I get just know him from, uh, I just know him from the chat here. He, he comes in my chats and he's always really nice. And, you know, good. he's just, a, I, I, he just, uh, it hurts his heart that he, I'll say it in a nicer way. I say impatient. That's probably just me because I tend to be impatient. But he, uh, it's a disappointment, a disappointment that others are not understanding quite who you are because you're such a great person. You're so cool. You're very advanced. You're very compassionate in your heart. And uh, people don't understand how deeply you feel about things. And oh, you know how last time I said there's always a theme on the show. We start getting readings for people. I'm noticing a theme right now of being misunderstood, uh, thinking much more deeply than what others know about you. And also even with the animals, you know, the cats, cats are super uh, symbolic of that. They're so stoic and they're so, everyone thinks they're aloof. They're not aloof, they're super lovey. It's just, you have to give them the chance to relate in their own way. Uh, that's what I feel. Uh, so future, yes, the Andromedan is from the future, a future planet. I see the years, I'm being shown years of 3,300, weirdly. So, <laughs> you're actually so from- he must, he, must, he must be back here to complete a mission, right? Yes, for 100%. He came back and it's family, it's his family. The, his his family of origin that he was in, and uh, dare I say that they frustrate him, um, but he's so loving. God, my God, uh, he's a very loving person, and I, I just it's all you can do. We're here to learn how to love better. Let me see. Uh, let me see if we got any. Oh, we got a we got a we got a, a, a super chat. Thank you for the super chat. This is from Can't Stop. This is from Brian. Can't stop, won't stop. Thanks, Brian. He's Brian's an awesome person. Okay. He says I recently had a brother on the spirit pass me a message regarding a cat. Do you have any idea what they may mean for me? I'm not a cat person. Pass me a message regarding a cat. Do you have okay? That's funny that I was just talking about cats. <laughs> I'm not a cat person. Sure you are. Everyone's a cat person. Uh, they're, they're super cool. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> oh, your brother. So someone you saw or, or did, did you, I, I wonder if he heard this message. Um, a brother in spirit. And this is, what's his name, Brian? 
Yeah, this is Brian. Yeah, his name is Brian. Um, I don't know um, when his brother passed. Listen, I'm seeing. Um, I'm 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 just seeing his brother. I, I I'm sure it is because that's who came in when you know right when I saw the message. Brother in spirit, here he comes. Um, I don't know if he had kind of sandy blonde hair and uh, glasses, like kind of uh, maybe gold glasses, really unusual, like little John Lennon glasses almost. Um, he just says he's on the other side. Just, yeah, he is on the other side. I've got that. And um, it's, um, I feel like he was his older brother. And the message, uh, I don't know about the cat. Uh, he's not talking about a cat to me. Um, but what he would say to me, what he would say to you, Brian, is of course how much he loves you. But um, again, with the family of origin, um, I don't know. Uh, listen, I'm just going to give what I get from your brother. Your brother is saying, um, I don't know if there's distress. It feels like there's distress in your family of origin over his death still. It feels as if that death is unhealed. And um, with all the people in the family, that he everyone. Gave he said yes, older. Okay, and um, but everyone in the family, your your older brother is saying he feels uh, chagrined is the only word I can think of. He feels sorry. He feels he has regrets um, that he feels, uh, and they don't. They're not. Don't worry about it. There's nothing negative about this. It's just that his death has caused some chain ripples and chain reactions in the family that he feels uh, sorry about. He, he wants to tell you that he's sorry about the discord that was caused by his death. And I hope that would make sense to you. And that you, Brian, do hold a key in um, working. I don't know if your parents are still grieving hard or, or, or mom. It, it's one or both. But um, I, I, I can't that's about all we can have time for now. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let me see here. But the next question is from, uh, this is from Solar Race. Uh, she says, hi, Rob. Greetings on all question. What were my last three lifetimes? If you, what if, if you get to that. What, what? Okay. Solar Rays. Okay. So what were my last three? Okay. That's just one, two, three. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't work like that. But... <laughs> Maybe it can. Hey, who am I to say? Um, uh, the first date I'm seeing is 15, the 1500s. And uh, this feels at France. This feels outside of Paris. So um, it would behoove you. It'd be good for you to look up online, you know, do your, your Google research. What was going on in France outside of Paris? And this would be to the east of Paris very specific location I'm being shown, countryside, countryside village east of Paris in the early 1500s. You live like from 1500 to 1540s. That seems to be the number one influencer of this lifetime for you. Um, the next life I'm getting is in the 1300s. Um, since they're not showing me time order, they're showing me uh, importance order. And that the 1300s is sort of a dark time as far as I know. Like the plague was in the 1300s. I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. But Europe, 1300s, not fun. 
a, a lot of suffering uh, that you had, a, you've experienced a lot of physical suffering in both of those lives, physical suffering. And um, I don't know, I, I don't know if you have health issues in this lifetime, uh, like sort of chronic health issues that cause you to have pain, like maybe a joint pain, arthritis, but um, uh, anything like that is, um, it's very upsetting to you. You're, you feel pain more deeply than most people do. And, and so I, I want you to know that about yourself, that uh, you're so sensitive. You know, this is an audience full of empaths and, and, yeah. and sweet, sweet, kind, sensitive people. So uh, I know that's affecting you deeply now. That the fear, the fear involved with the 1300s and the 1500s, health issues, lifetimes, that's directly affecting you now. You get really worried, like, oh God, am I going to die from this? And no, it's okay. So it's like you you came back to overcome that. And boy, I hope I'm not out on some weird tangent. I don't think I am. And I think other- you're good. I think I think it's just so. This is so fascinating. It's so fascinating. It's okay. really. All right. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love it, Marty. I, I really appreciate you. I, and I'm sure okay. everybody else did you see. Thank you. I, I mean, these are, this is hard to do. I mean, just, I, just I, I, I give you so much credit, honestly. I've lived uh, this this. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I live in the multiverse. I'm what's called a multiversal person. <laughs> so I'm accessing yeah. all worlds all the time. <laughs> I'm tempted to ask you about like if I put a picture up of my girl like this. I just want before I get to Mrs. B's question, I'll come back to this because I, I never asked for a reading for myself. But this is my girlfriend. Everybody knows it. That, uh, you know, she. This is Nikki. I just want to know if you have a message for me and Nikki because we never ask about us, and I just want to know about us. I sure. Um, okay. You know, um, I know. I already know. <laughs> I could feel it. How much you love her and how much she means to you. I mean, that's just evident. And, and, but I feel it. I feel it. You know, some people you'll see as a couple and you'll go, okay, I hope that works out. Yikes. And, and <laughs> maybe not. No, I, I totally know that you guys could ha- spend a lifetime together if that's your, your choice. Um, we uh, have a lot of synchronicities. Like we both oh, had parents oh. die the same year. We both had ex- exes die. Which oh. it's been a lot of death around us, but we have a lot of synchronicities. We both listen to the same music. It's, it's okay. a lot of the same things. It's like yeah, you guys are, are two peas in a pod, meant to be totally a, a good life going forward. Um, I say the sky's the limit for you two. Um, if you can learn how to, um, I think you work too hard. I'll say you, Rob, <laughs> you work really hard, but that's whatever. I mean, everyone's working really hard these days. It, it, it's, um, I know that you struggle with like focus, like, oh God, you know, I mean, you don't, you have a ton of focus. It's just, you have so many things to focus on and she may feel left out sometimes, but not really. You do a really good job of including her. I feel, um, I just think you guys are great. I'm trying to think of something. Oh, well, you should work on this. I don't know if you need to work on anything. What I feel for you two is your relationship is a soft place to fall for both of you. And that's that's a Dr. Phil quote, which a lot of people don't like Dr. Phil. <laughs> I like him because he helps me with boundaries. Um, but um, you guys are are really good, just a good solid couple. And you you feel like family already that you could move forward into having family um, for the rest of your life. Yeah. 
that's that's pretty cool um we this one from mrs b she wants to know today's the second anniversary of my father thank you by the way and, sure. this is, and she wants to know today's the second anniversary of my father's death any messages two years um you know i'm i like your picture i'm looking at her pretty eyes um with your dad, it feels like he's t a taller man. Not super tall, but tallish. Um, and uh, kind, a kind-hearted person. Um, I'm feeling some, some uh, regret and sadness with him about um, maybe the way, the way, not uh, the way you left it or, 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 no, I, I, I'm not saying it correctly. It's, um, I wonder if her mom's, I feel like your mom's still here. There's something about, I'm sorry, I'm all over the map. I'm trying to tune into dad, really tall and a uh, nice man, kind man, uh, very centered person um, that he would be, he's grounded. He's not flighty. He's very stable, stable and solid person. And um, I feel that he may have been a bit lonely in life, uh, but um, you wouldn't have described him that way, that he had this sort of dichotomy about him, that on his inside, he felt a little lonely and uh, like, oh, other people don't really understand me. Other people don't want to know me that well, but he had a lot of friends and he was very social. I hope this all makes sense to Ms. B. I usually well, like have more feedback but that's okay yeah i'm gonna have to get i'm gonna have to get it set up where we take where we get phone calls you know because then if we get if we get it where so we can get phone calls then we can get it to where you can get you they, they'll be on here on the phone and yeah. you can get live confirmations would you like that better ah, it, it's up. just different it's not even i'm to the point now i've been doing this professionally for 10 years and it, it's so it can be distracting too if I if I have a live person because their energy can sometimes distract from me connecting to spirit. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. It just the only thing I do like is to have the you know, okay, am I on the right track? And then someone can say yes, perfect. Let's keep going. But I Let feel me see like if I, I get anything. Yeah, um, Ms. B, if you Ms. have, B, she said it makes sense. Okay, good, good. So, uh, message okay. for her though it's how he loves you he adores you very proud of you um you keep going he's saying keep going hang in there um i'm i'm just a thought away he's just a nice dad uh let me add that a very sweet man a very kind hearted dad and that special kindness that he extends to you a uh, beautiful thing um, know that all of our loved ones are only a thought away. The minute you think about them, they're right there. And I have this, I only know this because I'm swimming in these waters, right? And so I'll go to a mediumship group and I get readings all the time because I have people practicing on me all the time. Um, cause I, you know, am a member of many spirit circles and 
practice groups and, you know, I do events all the time. So I have the experience over and over of being validated that, oh my God, I was just thinking that person and look at the next day, a medium brings them in. Hey, your uncle's here. And he says, do, do, do. And I'm like, yeah, I just said those sentences yesterday. So he's listening in. Uh, so know that, Ms. B, your dad is super connected to you. And any thought you have, if you've had the feeling of, gosh, I'm thinking these thoughts, I wonder if he hears me. Yeah, 100%. He's, he hears everything. Well, I have a question about that. Like, do they, do they, is it, is it like, I know like a Mark, uh, Mark Anthony, the psychic lawyer, he talks about that it's called the afterlife frequency. Do you agree with that, that they're on a different frequency and we kind of have to tune into their frequency or is it easy communication all the time and we just have to listen to our thoughts? I think both is true. And I mean, I, there was a, that was a common, uh, conception early on uh, with some of the mediumship teachers that I studied with. Oh, you, oh, you must raise your frequency to meet the other side. And yes, to a certain extent, but how I take that to mean, not me, no, because I've had this my whole life. I don't change anything. I just, I've, I had to learn how to shut it off. And so different, different experience for me. But everyone else that I know has said, oh, you have to raise your vibration to meet, and then they have to lower theirs to come down. I don't experience that. What I experience is um, when you think of them and you tune into them, they will infuse you. I mean, and you'll feel it. You will physically feel it. Hey, let me tell you this, guys. If any of you have the psychic vibes and the mediumistic, you're wondering if you have it. When you this presence of spirit, you'll feel it in your solar plexus and uh, you'll get nervous like, like you do if you're going to go on a talk show. <laughs> you, you get nervous, uh, the butterflies, you get butterflies in your tummy. If you, I learned that early on from a great mediumship teacher, Mavis, Mavis Patilla, and she told me, because I said, oh, I, I'm really a pretty good medium. It's just that I get so nervous in front of people. I I feel like that's going to distract me. She said, no, dear, you have to look for the nervousness. You, when you get that feeling of it's kind of the shivers, the chills, the butterflies here, especially right here in your, it's right here in your solar plexus, you, you'll, you'll know spirits with you hundred percent. That's amazing. Cause I was just about to ask that question. I was going to say, how do we differentiate the thoughts in our head from, oh, yeah. you know, from, you know, just a random thought in our head that our ego is producing is compared to a thought from spirit, right? It's like, yes. it's, it can get tricky, can it, or no? Oh, yeah, it gets really tricky. But that's that's the skill of the medium. Uh, when you study mediumship, you start realizing, you start differentiating uh, the thoughts that come from spirit versus your own thoughts. And honestly, it takes, uh, I think, the daily, it doesn't, you don't have to meditate, but if you do, it's a huge bonus because controlling your mind, learning how to control your own mind and your own thoughts, set your own consciousness to the side, spirit has a place to come in and then you'll start noticing. Also, it takes, uh, listen, I live alone on a mountain out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so I, 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 my mediumship flourishes here because I'm not distracted with people or, you know, I'm by myself during the day and I get tons of walks in nature. So the, the quieter you can quiet your mind, you start noticing what are my thoughts versus I didn't think that thought, dad, are you really here? <laughs> you know, you'll, you'll, you'll start noticing. 
That's so cool. That thank thank you for that because I I like to try to figure out like where these psychic thoughts are coming from if I'm getting them. You know, uh, yeah. the next question we'll take a couple more. I'd love to answer everybody's question, but I don't want to tire you out. And you know, like okay. I, I just, I'm not tired. This, one's, <laughs> this one's from Laura W. I would love to hear from my dog Wolfie who passed a few years ago. Oh, he's really sweet. Um, that's funny. My dog's name is Wolfie. W O L F I E. Um, so Wolfie is so sweet and good and kind. And um he he's so sensitive, Laura. Um he and he still is, and he still did you play ball with him a lot? I'm seeing like a red ball. And then I'm seeing um if you had a, some, you know. He shows me a sunshine and a green yard. And uh, I, I hope that's where you lived. Um, he's showing me that's where he is now. He's in the sunshine in a green grass yard and a red ball. And that's, it's, that's so sweet. That's heaven for Wolfie. And um, he's simple. He's just easily pleased and he adores you. Uh, the message is uh, take care of yourself, mom. Take care of yourself more. I think. Is Laura that Wolfie there? I'm guessing. I'm guessing that's him. Yeah, I think. I, I think so. Yeah. Well, that's sad. I, I, I hate when someone loses some. I, it's, but they're always with us, though, right? That's what always. you're trying to do. Yes. They're, don't think they're gone. Uh, and my animals come back. You know, um, uh, and they'll come back to warn me about things. And uh, yeah, I, I, they're still a part of my life. My deceased animals are all still a part of my life, uh, which might be strange to hear. <laughs> Not to your audience, but uh, it's, it's, they're still right there. They're still around you. Animals especially love to be around their owners and love to be around their houses. That's so cool. Um, this was a, I, I picked this question out. I thought this was a really good one because I'm trying to get that mostly everybody who hasn't got a question in yet. This is from Flixlove. Hi, Flixlove. Uh, she says, I recently stepped into my healership and what is blocking me? And what is the best decision for me now? Um, was this the best? Uh, uh, no. Uh, timing is everything. And I say, no. Uh, what is blocking you? Um, I don't. I don't know what kind of healership, if, uh, if you're doing Reiki or um, energetic healing. Um, I don't know where you're feeling a block. Um, if you're feeling a connection, if you're not feeling a connection to the other side where your guides are helping you, um, I, I don't, I, I'd have to understand more. What is the block? That's what I feel the block is, that she wants more evidence. She wants more. Is this a she? I'm feeling I'm feeling that she is is um really analytical, really in her head. And uh this what is blocking me, I don't think anything's blocking you. It's your perception that something's blocking you. And uh I hate that. That's an answer you probably won't like because it's frustrating. Great, so what do I do with that? <laughs> and 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 what you do is nothing's blocking you. Everything is flowing as it should be um, and everything in its right time. 
So whenever I feel that, because I'm an impatient person, I get frustrated, I'm analytical, I want evidence, I want validation, I want to know more and more and more. Are they really here? Is this all really real? It's magical world that we live in. And you have to walk in two worlds. And for you, that's difficult. Um, I, I would say the difficulty of walking in two worlds is, is the block. Yes. And um, was it? Of course, it's the best decision. Uh, but now, I mean, maybe, maybe not. Only you can judge that. Um, keep, keep trying. Keep giving it a try. I wouldn't give up. It's I, just, I have a question. Do you think those binaural beat videos can help? I, know, I use binaural beats for everything. Oh yeah, I mean, they, I do I, too. they have ones for like clearing blockages. Like, can you listen to one of those? And would that yes. help? Like, if you meditate yeah. and do a blocking clearage video? Yes. That sounds good. Uh, yeah, great advice. But um, the meditation is really good. And it's not even what you do to meditate. It's I, I love the binaural beats. I subscribe. But um, the um, uh, the discipline of it, the daily discipline. And I don't think that's a problem for uh, Flick's love. I don't think that's a problem for her. She seems to be a pretty disciplined person. But um yeah, if you'll manage your mind, it's it's this work, being a healer is a trip because you are hard on yourself. We all tend to be super hard on ourselves. Self-criticism, oh, I should have said this, I just should have done that. And why did I, you're doing it right here in this question. <laughs> I, I, I just, I feel for you, totally understand it. It's coming, it'll all come to you and it'll come in its right time. Don't doubt that. Let me see what she says. Um, she says, I know it's real. My inner healer and helpers and being a channel. Thanks for all. Yes, I do all day. She said, it's pretty disciplined spiritually. Third life is difficult. She says the what? Third. The 3d life is difficult. 3d. Oh. Sorry. 3D life is difficult. She oh, says. okay. Okay. So, um, well, okay. That yes, the um, that's I think you're you that's a great question because she's representing so many people that I talk to. Um, you want to be able to, it's taken me 10 years to build a business that I can actually live on. So that's that's the um, you're not most people in psychic mediumship world are not making any fortune, it takes a long time. Uh, of consistent you know work and and getting your name out and. And living in the 3D world of, you know, Facebook and God. This, is a, this is one I wanted to get in. I'm sorry. No, this, no, this girl's uh, logging on from work. I know that because she's always at work. And she and she she wrote a comment. She said sneaking on. So I figured I would get her question in. And don't work too hard, Beth. And Beth's a friend. She says, hi, Robert. Can you ask her if my sister will say, arrive safely after driving 20 hours this weekend? And my mom healed from her brain tumor. And I'm sending you healing love, Beth. So I hope everything's okay with your mom. Yeah. And, uh, God. Um, you know, uh, the 20 hour, yes, they'll be there just fine. No problem. I mean, it might be an ordeal. Uh, it feels like if they have to go anywhere through mountains, they might have some sketchy times. It may be scary, but they're going to make it. Um, your mom. Um, healing from a brain tumor, I cannot predict that. I can say um, that she's in a fight right now. 
um, that you you and your healer friends and everyone here, if you can um, ask for prayers and ask for help, um, I can't say, I cannot say of yes or no. Um, brain tumors are really unpredictable and um, uh, uh, tough. It's just tough. It's um, what people need around them when they have the brain tumor is calm, quiet, good energy. And I know Beth is that. I know Beth is a healer. And uh, that's all I can say. And, and I'll pray for your mom. It's tough. It's, it's yeah. tough. To, this one's from Nicole Moody. She says, my dog Carter has been having itchy allergies. Can you feel what he might be allergic to? Thank you. Much love to your show, Rob. Um, oh, does my. he have... Uh, yeah. Does he have a, Nicole, does he have a food that is uh, like uh, has beans in it, lentil beans or uh, grains? Sometimes those uh, cause severe itchy allergies. And um, yeah, and it's yeast often in dogs, the overgrowth of yeast. Um, and that, that can be the grain-based foods. And um, he may be just a dog that can only eat the same thing all the time. And so if, if you, I, that's all I can say is diet. It's diet is how it feels to me. It's pretty, it's pretty, that seems about, it resonates with me. It sounds like, yeah. I don't know much about pets though. And here's another one from Lena Capito. She says, my dog scratch, scratch, starts scratching at the door to the house to be let in. He never did this before. What's wrong? Um, I don't, I don't know if anything's wrong, but it, usually that means he just, it's cold or he, it's cold or he wants to come in or, um, do you, you think it might be, he wants a little bit more attention than usual? Yeah. Yeah. They, they do. Um, let me in, darn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe you're distracted that, that, that it could be the feeling that I get is, um, I, yeah, all of us are distracted. I, I, my dog has to whine to get my attention sometimes because I'm on my phone, you know? Yeah. That, wrong. I don't think anything's wrong except he does want more of your attention. And that's not that's not psychic. But I keep seeing him outside, okay? I don't know if you have a dog door, which might be helpful. Um, or I don't know if you can where you live. But is outside a yard? Um where he would come into your house from the yard, like you open the door and he comes in, I, or is it an apartment? I didn't think it was an apartment. Um, outside in the yard, um, there may be something that's bothering him um, that he doesn't want to stay out there. You're, you, oh, you, maybe I'm like a, I hate to say this, but what if there's like a predator out there or something that yeah. he's like, hey, get me out of here? Yeah. I mean, dogs let you know what's going on. Dogs are great that way. Hey, <laughs> let me in. <laughs> no, and this is not psychic, but I did the psychic that I got was this vision of him outside going, Oh my god, I don't like who's out here. So there's a who, uh, whether it's another animal or people walking by or something's bothering him where he doesn't feel safe. That's, that's, all I that's really poignant, yeah. That makes sense, yeah. I, I that, that's what resonates with me as well. I feel that that makes sense. This we're getting a lot of animal questions, we'll take a couple more and then we'll. Yeah. This is uh, from Adrian Calloway. Hi, Adrian. This is a new person. Thank you for watching. I appreciate it. She says, my cat Rio just recently passed away. What happened to him? What, what, what happened? Afterwards, you mean? After he passed? I think she mean. I, 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 I'm not. Test question? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I, I will say um, 
I feel like it was traumatic. And uh, I, I, I don't know if he had something, uh, she had something in her tummy. An undiagnosed something is what it feels like to me. Uh, like maybe, maybe a kidney issue. That's, that's all I'm getting. Um, I, with, to be more specific, I don't know what really recently passed. Let me see away. if she responds at all. Like, so, so we, it was a boy. She says, like, I, I just want to see if she responded at all. Like, thank you for the super sticker, SOSQHT. I appreciate that. Thank you for your donation. She said why he passed. She said. Oh, Okay. Um, I felt like kidney issue. That's what I was feeling. Some sort of undiagnosed kidney issue. And those can be sneaky with cats. And I don't know if he was young. Maybe that's why you're, he has a young spirit. He, he's perky. Um, I'm seeing a, a calico cat now. Like white with patches. I don't know if that's Rio. Rio is playful, like a playful spirit. And that's really, uh, that's sad uh, when, uh, because playful cats are unusual. I mean, it's fun when you get a live wire. And uh, I feel like Rio is uh, a lively guy. And she really, I know she misses him. He's perky. He's just perky. But he's still with you. That, that I do know. All right. Okay. Oh, I'm going to move on to the next question. We'll see if we get a, 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 a confirmation. This is from Selena Ingalls. Hi, Selena. She says, sure. can you tell me about any of my past lives? Yeah. <laughs> She's cute. <laughs> um, Selena. This is really weird. No, not, I shouldn't say that. That sounds highly judgmental. Uh, it's not, it's just unusual, unusual. The first thing I'm seeing is mermaid. Um, crazy. I, I've never, ever, ever, have never have I ever <laughs> seen a mermaid when someone asks for a past life. So that's unusual. And um, I do see you. Uh, and, and for me, these mer people are, um, this was a time, yes, Lemuria. You know, um, the land of Mu, uh, where Hawaii is now, like Hawaii to California, um, there was this large continent and you were there. And, you know, you, even though I see you're a redhead now, or it, it, maybe not, but uh, the, um, the, uh, the feeling I get is you would feel happy in Hawaii. Oh, my God. And, and uh, well, who wouldn't? But. <laughs> There's a lot of people who don't like it. It's it's and you would be very well suited to live there. That's where you lived. You were super into crystals. I mean, yeah. And and I'm seeing like the spaceships that come and go from the ocean. Uh, these. That's why I think I thought mermaid. But you were a mer person. You lived under the water at this underground underwater base. Water is really important to you. That's so cool. That's a cool past life. I would be yeah, that's so interesting. 
you think all these people have missions? Like they're all here to yeah, wake up the everyone. wake up the wake up the, the the collective. You think? Like oh yeah, I think that's what it is. I think we're all here on a mission, especially the people in this chat. I think all these people are on a mission. I think yes, and and there's a reason why you've brought this group together. There's always a reason. What I know for sure from working with Spirit for so long is there's never. It's not just random that we're all together here talking about these things. Um, it's it's all orchestrated by the other side. It's all orchestrated by your guides. You, you're always meant to hear something. Um, the theme of animal love. Everyone loves their animals dearly. Um, everyone is is sensitive and has sensitive hearts. Um, I, I was guided by Michael to tell you all, you know, take heart. It's going to be okay because everyone's feeling a crisis of conscience. Like, ah, I mean, there's people here I know who've considered ending it uh, because it's just so common. And I'll tell you this uh, with, um, I'm sorry, Selena, you're, we're, we're segueing from your past life as a beautiful mermaid to suicide. Uh, suicide comes up and um, it, it's, it's just something that I want to talk about, uh, especially to this group. And that's what the original prayer was to take heart and know you're not alone. There are like-minded people. In fact, there are the majority now who's coming along. It's just, um, when are people waking up? And, um, it's hard to wait for others to wake up. It's really difficult. You feel like you're the only one who gets it and, but it's happening for us all. So Selena, the, the, I don't know if, uh, if, what can you take from that life as a mermaid? Crystals, crystals, crystals. And I don't know if you're into it now, but you should be. You should be super into crystals and have a lot of them. That's that's cool. That's a that's a really cool. That's a, um. We we we'll take one more. I don't want to. I don't want to tire you out. Uh, this, this is from Boobster. She's a long time. She, Boobster's been with me since day one before I had nice. like any subscribers. Like Boobster was always. She's awesome. But she says. Uh, can you connect with my beautiful Maltese boy, Finny? I had to let him go on 1110. I'm shattered. Oh, so cute. I love the Maltese. Uh, he's um, he's feisty. He has a little... He has, did we bring him in last time? Did Finny come in last time? We might have, yeah. I thought we did. He's that cute little feisty guy. And... Um, he he's um don't be shattered i mean he's got the cutest little voice and and um you know he'd love it if you got another dog um he'd love it if you would put your energy towards more animals i know you're an animal lover um and and you can do that and it will help you to heal um you'll still grieve him and your heart will still hurt but um what your little guy wants to say to you is that I, I know it sounds redundant, but he's there. He's there with you. He's always there whenever you think of him and ask him a question. You guys were super connected because he was a little lap puppy. And, um, he, you know, with all the petting and the snuggling and all that, that was his favorite thing in the world. I mean, that's just what he lived for. So when you feel him next, because I know you feel him, when you feel him, just talk to him. You'll start to hear things. You've got it in you to hear him. I know that. It's, that's, that's, it's sad when we lose someone we love. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and our, and these people, I can tell just by reading the comments, these people are deeply connected to their animals. And oh, I think yeah. that's amazing that you guys are all animal lovers. You know, that's, that's, that's really, 
I, I don't know what to, that shows that you all care that you all yeah. have a soul yeah you know, i think true. that really shows that people have empathy right empaths like you said yes and and because what's animals are if you give an animal a chance they will love you i mean they're just ready to give you love that's what they they just are in love with you and they're that's what they live for and finney more than any other dog um was that little guy just nothing made him happier than snuggling with mom and that's such a love to you know every night sit around and watch your shows or just doodle on your phone or whatever and you've always got your little guy there it's a physical loss you miss the snuggling and um you would do well to he says mom needs to get somebody new he highly endorses that for you i think that would be probably a good um and can we do one more i feel like this guy needs it i i just feel i just feel like this Something's pulling me to this. I read this and I was like, maybe this guy needs to hear from who, because this is what he, he says, I saved my dog from people who were treating him horrible. I had him a couple of years and I always felt bad, felt bad for him. He passed away. Is he okay now? I, I felt like this person needed to hear from whoever. It just was kind of calling at me. Yes. Gosh, I wish he had a picture. Cause I, I the picture I'm getting is this kind of scruffy guy, but um, oh my God, you have no idea. You, you did. You, you always feel bad for him. Uh, yes, he's fine. He's he's very well now. I see him. I don't know if he was a shaggy kind of dog, like kind of scruffy fur. And um, I see him by a river um, on the other side that he that was sort of it's fun to see what the animals show me as this is their version of heaven. This is where they are. And I see him running in the woods. It's it's a beautiful woods and a river, uh, uh, like a nice mountain stream. And um, he's just happy, so happy. And um, he's a guy who, if he if he could have lived in the country, he would have loved that. And um, maybe you did, maybe you do, I don't know. But um, he, he loves you and he thanks you. Um, he thanks you from the bottom of his heart for the service that you gave to him. Because that is service, 100% service of an animal. That's amazing. That's really beautifully said. And I just want to let you know, you're getting confirmations from everybody. Like uh, Beth Noya said that that was the one who asked if her sister would make it here safe. She said, you nailed it about the mountains. Um, oh. Selena said it resonated with her about the past life. Everybody's just said that you're amazing and they, they want to thank you so much. Like everybody's oh. just really happy about like, you know, like, um, Good. Uh, yeah, so I was right. I was reading all that. Yeah, but we, I want to thank you. You're you're really amazing, Marty. Like I really think that you take your time out to sit with us and like do these readings. I know it can't be easy. It's it, it's it has to be challenging because you're you're getting stuff from so many different. Um, there's so many loved ones that want to talk to us, right? I mean, it's it's not easy, right? No, it's actually getting easier and easier and easier the more I do it. So I I love doing these because it helps me. So we're all serving each other. Um, it's why I give back in service. I do a certain number of free readings a month. I I, I do these shows for free. You know, I, I'm just doing these. Of course, yes, self-serving. It gets my name out there. But that's not why I do them. I do them because, um, and you guys should know this, if you're interested in doing more psychic medium work yourself, if you're on that path, the more you do it, the better you get. And so that's why. I, I And I love helping people. I, I love it. I, I just... This is well, my. I mean, the, the audience loves it. They they they're like 
they're so happy, honestly. Like from oh, what good. I'm reading the comments. So like this was amazing. Thank you so oh, much. Good. I'm glad. Thanks. I'll, I'll have you on again. Like, I've been doing like a. I'm trying to give psychics a platform. Like I had Dean McMurray on, Liz Cross, you. I'm trying to give a different psychic to different platforms. So because I I believe in side. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I love side, and I want to I want to give it a platform if I can. Yes. Um. You know? you know? Did we? I don't know if we talked about this, but before we go. Uh, the, if you're interested, uh, this I'm, listen, uh, I'm a skeptic at heart. I'm always, I, I, I love the name of your podcast because I am a skeptic. <laughs> I'm like, is that true? How do we know it's true? What's the evidence? Is this, you know, I, I'm always looking. That's me. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm real yeah. open-minded. I'm a believer, but I'm still like yeah. that too. Me too. And I think all of us are until we have our own experiences and then, oh, Okay. And so what I was going to say is there's the Windbridge Institute and they, um, that's, um, I know the doc, Dr. Julie Beischel has done study after study of mediums and um, psychics and mediums proving that this is all real uh, in a scientific double blind study. Um, it's cutting edge. It's the most recent size studies and um, it's, it's amazing. Uh, I participated in a study uh, at Yale about people who hear voices, but they're not nuts. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, but it's happening now. It's it, the world is changing is what I'm trying to say. So take heart, everyone here. If you're a healer, a psychic, a medium, you're on the right path. You're doing your life's mission. Um, community is really great for it. And it's great that you've created this community. Um, yeah, and we're glad you're a part of it. You know, we 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 we, 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 we I, I think it's like it's so cool to have different psychics on. And oh, by the way, before we go, anything that you want to promote, um, how people can get in touch with you if they want to get a reading, do they go to Facebook, your website, and anything else you'd like to promote. Oh thank yeah, you. thank you, thank you. Um, uh, it's martymccray.com. That's my name, uh, just exactly how it's spelled there. And um, I do past life readings. I do. I channel. I'm going to be on another friend's show tomorrow. Um, I, my, I am on Facebook. Um, I've been channeling for quite a while, and uh, that's very interesting. That's been a labor of love. And um, what else? Um, I do private readings, and um, you know, my rates are all on my site. I do public events, uh, public demonstrations of mediumship as well. I do home groups. I do everything. So um, online, mostly on Zoom. Yeah, but in person too, if you're around or but I travel. So I have a book it's called The Last Breath um, and it's, it's available, I think still on Amazon. And um, I, it wasn't just me, it was, uh, there was a group of us, uh, 48 mediums. We all wrote some of our best stories of, of life after death. And uh, it's a nice book, it's fun, it's an easy read. So that's all that's, my plugs. <laughs> I, I didn't even know. I didn't know you had a book. Like, um, yeah. just tell us like a tiny se a second, a little bit about it. Like, if you if you don't mind, because oh, I'd yeah. love for people to get your book. You know. Oh, yeah, it's called The Last Breath, and um, it. I don't have it right here. I should. It's um, it, it's forty eight mediums from around the world. It's our mediumship community. Um, forty eight of us got together, and each of us contributed our best, most favorite story of what convinced us that, yes, this is all really real. Uh, like, you know, your, your best mediumship story. So e each of us wrote, and I wrote about uh, when my grandma passed uh, because it was a beautiful thing. It was, uh, my grandma was um, 
also a medium, but you know, she didn't do anything with it back in the day. It was, she was kind of scared of that. And then when I started having the, the, um, the, the ability, we would talk, she and I all the time. And she said, well, when I die, what sign should I, should I send you dimes or pennies? And I said, um, I think that's kind of weird. <laughs> I go, why don't you just talk to me? And she goes, oh, and she thought that was so funny. She's like, oh, leave it to you to think of the obvious. And I, I said, I mean, I'm just saying, try it. And so when she passed, you know, we had that agreement and she was going to come talk to me if she could. And I would be able to physically hear her. And she did. And it was beautiful. And um, it was unnerving <laughs> because I literally heard her physically standing next to me and I saw her. I just saw her as a glimpse, you know, a, an apparition. But um, anyway, it's all a lot of neat stories of how everyone what convinced them this was all really real, you know? It took me a little bit of convincing too. Like, but, but I, I'm convinced from like of the NDEs and past life regressions and all the stuff that we believe in reincarnation, uh, everything. It just, it all makes sense. Right. To me, it's just to, to finish up on, yeah. a, I know like it all just, it all just seems like it's very, very, very real. Like yes. it's mysterious though, but it's very mysterious. Right. It's, it, it's, I'm always learning something new and every reading that I do, I, I take away something new from it um, uh, as to, oh, this one isn't coming in as clearly as the last one, or, oh, now this one is much more easy to talk to. And people, if you think of it this way, our people and our pets, they all have their own personalities and they still come through with those personalities from the other side. It, it, they are living in perfect love. There's no more pain. There's no more angst. That's what's removed. It's just love. It's like, you know, the best of their, so they're the best of, of themselves, but they still have their darn personalities. I gotta have you on again, because I, I love it. We gotta do a show just on the afterlife, because I have so many questions on it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, I'd and, love to. Yeah, and well, thank you, Marty. This has been amazing. And, and, and everybody remember, like, share, comment, subscribe, do all that stuff, and thank Marty, and, and, um, and follow both of us, and, until next time. And thank you, Marty. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right, everyone. Have a good night. Bye.